Sherilyn Bansy, and welcome to the fourth episode of my podcast, Oh, You're Joking. Now, yes, I have come back. I just want to start by saying a lot of you have been messaging me, demanding that I put out a new episode of my podcast. So here's the thing. It's not your podcast. It's actually my podcast. So I actually get to put the bastards out whenever the fuck I want to put them out. I do not appreciate the demands. A lot of you have been talking about me behind my back, spreading rumours, saying that I'm lazy, saying I need to put the podcast out when you want me to put them out. I mean, this gorgeous boy, his name's Benny. I do love you, Benny. I actually think you're hot as fuck. But don't talk shit about me to my friends. So if you want to sort this out, please inbox me. Apologise, send a few pics and we can move forward, you know. Because I don't appreciate it. End of story. But yeah, enough of the demands. As I always say, my podcast, my rules. demands and I'm not sure if the podcast will continue actually because um, I don't like it. I do not like doing it. I started it up because my camera was broken. I figured it'd be a good way for me to talk to the chooks, put some content out for them Every other fucking bastard's doing a podcast, so I don't even know if anyone's listening to mine. I looked up the, the charts, the the comedy charts, because, you know, I'm funny. I looked at it on Apple Podcasts, and I can usually crack the top 200 with my episodes, but it's always the same fucking bastards at the top, you know, so I don't know if people actually like mine. If you like it, let me know. Um, are you proud of me? Who knows? But yeah, I might do a number, like a certain number of podcasts and then stop because I hate doing it. My friends, Cooper and Leo, they're gay guys. They do a podcast with another bloke called Pete and they talk about a TV show absolutely fabulous. If you like it, go and check them out. But they... Cooper was telling me, he said, just keep doing it and the more you do it, it'll feel natural and you'll start having more fun. But I don't know. Anyway, enough of that. Here we are now. So I just want to say, Melbourne, I hope you're happy now that you're out of lockdown, finally. <laughs> yeah, because I'm very happy for you. Now you can get out there, live your lives, 
stop doing posts about how much harder it is for you than anybody else. So, yeah, very happy. But please, the law says you still have to wear your masks. So keep them on or you're going right back in a lockdown. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. But, you know, with Dan Andrews, you never know, do you? <laughs> Um, for those of you who do not know, Dan Andrews is the boss of every single person what lives in Melbourne. So he's had them all locked up for the majority of the year. I'm not going to be surprised if one morning they all wake up with cops in full body armour knocking on their doors, dragging them out, kicking and screaming and making them get injected with a fucking bloody vaccine. But yeah, hopefully not. Anyway, enough of that. I'm very happy for you. Here is a poem, what I wanted to do for you. Come here, I want to show you a poem, what I read. I hope you like it and you're ready for it. Take off your clothes and scratch off your face. Colour your hair and jump in the race. Keep on running with the other desperate men. But no matter what you do, you will never be a 10. I know deep down it hurts you that you'll never be top 10. And that's why there's all these fives telling you what you want to hear. Yeah, I know what it is you think, that I'm an ugly fucking piece of shit. My teeth aren't perfect. In fact, neither are my teeth. But at least I can say to myself that I've actually got a gorgeous soul. And people aren't just talking to me because they want to get in my hole. And then at the end I just read, Can you? Can you? Can you? Hate you. So yeah, that was another one of my poems. A lot of you have been asking me to do more poems, so there you go. But yeah... I have not actually been feeling very confident at the moment. Uh, first of all, I've got a bit of a COVID body. <laughs> um, I haven't been able to go on my walks. I haven't been able to keep in shape because of my asthma and my heart. I've actually got two holes in my heart and a heart murmur as well. Uh, I'm at high risk. And this is why we put Melbourne into lockdown. Because it's people like me. Because if they're down there spreading a coronavirus, and, you know, it keeps on spreading and spreading and makes its way up here, and I get a fucking coronavirus, I'm the arsehole that drops dead. That's what people don't think about. They just think, I can't go out. I can't go to parties. I can't take selfies at a bar. But what about me? What about me? You get what I'm saying to you? You know, skipping a few drinks and not going out for a few weekends, it actually keeps me alive, plain and simple. Yeah, so I just figured the best thing what I can do is not go anywhere and not do anything. And so because of that, I've actually put on a little bit of weight. <laughs> yeah, but so is Desiree, actually, my daughter. Yeah, she's looking a bit tubby as well, so it's not just me. But yeah, not feeling the best. And, um, you know, to top that off, well, fuck, where do I start? So, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> a few years ago, 
I was watching Sunrise and I had this lady on, you know, not very attractive. But yeah, she was doing this thing about certain sort of things, what you can do around the house that you don't normally think about. And it helps keep things more tidy. And she said, um, you know, you should wash the bed and, and the pillows and stuff what you've got in storage and whatever, because that's where bugs and pests can easily start nests and that sort of thing. You know, so I put all the stuff out of the linen cupboard. I washed that, put them back in, and there was some extra blankets and stuff in this chest in our bedroom. So I pulled those out and I found a bunch of tapes, like uh VHS tapes for the tape player so uh, I was looking at them and there was one what was called Cocktails 2 and I thought I didn't know they made a part 2 of this you know Cocktails with Tom Cruise where they make love in the waterfall sort of thing so I dragged out the tape player what we had in the cupboard you know because we already changed to DVD at that point but yeah, I plugged the bastard in, set it up, and I put in cocktails too. And let's just say what I saw. Uh, it was a little bit more than some fucking kissing in a waterfall. So it wasn't part two of the Tom Cruise movie. It was actually part two of a porno. Um, this movie, I cannot fucking believe it. So there was these scenes, and it was these guys, and they had this ghoul. You know, down on her knees and the, fuck. The things they do to it, I, I couldn't believe it. I was actually telling my friend Christy Swan about it a few years ago as well. And, you know, because we're friends, you know, she, she's famous. She knows who I am. I have her phone number. But, yeah, I was telling her. Cocktails too. So the men, they have the girl down on her knees. And, you know, they start making her suck on... They, you know, makes them suck them off one by one. She's sucking on their dicks. And they start doing all the normal stuff to her, you know, having sex to her, dog style. Then another man does anal to her at the same time as the other guy is doing it normal. And then another man starts sticking his in her mouth. You know, and the way they were carrying on, she must have been cooked off her nut on fucking drugs because they were slapping her, they were biting her, they were calling her slut and cunt and all the rest of it. You know, slapping her tits, slapping her in the face, trying to hurt her. And she was just, la, la, yeah, whatever, I'll do whatever you tell me to. And, you know, they wrecked her makeup. It wasn't pretty at all. You know, it made me absolutely sick, but you want to know why it was fucking called cocktails? Because all through the course of this scene, they had a bowl on the ground and everything they were doing to the girl, they were making her spit in the bowl. And when they fucking, oh God, it's disgusting. When they spoofed in her mouth, they made her spit that into the bowl. And when they were sort of, you know, fucking her face, that was making her puke. And they were like, puke in the fucking bowl, puke in the fucking bowl, bitch. And so she was doing that. They'd blow in her ass. They'd make her squat that in the bowl. Any bit of juice what came out of her or onto her had to go into this bowl. And you know why they call the bastard cocktails, don't you? 
because at the end of the scene, they would get the girl to drink every fucking drop of what was in that bowl. Disgusting. Yeah, so I watched it. I'd seen enough. I watched the whole thing. I decided to put it back into the chest with the blankets. And I looked at the other titles. Oh, there was fucking anal addicts and, and butthole buffet and dick detectives. Like, it was just the names of it. It was disgusting. But I put it back and then Terry got home later that night. And he comes in. He says, hi, darling. And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, what's up your ass? I said, what's up my ass? I said, nothing's up my ass. Maybe you want to put something in there, do you? He said, sorry? I said, well, you seem to like that. He says, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, today I was cleaning up and I looked in the chest in the room. And he rolls his eyes. I said, yeah, I found him, Terry. He said, well, stop going through me stuff. I said, that chest is for blankets, not for your fucking filth. You make me sick. I said, is that what you're into, is it, Terry? He said, oh, for God's sake. I said, no, seriously. Is that what you want to do to me, is it, Terry? He goes, oh, fuck off. I said, is that what you want to do to me? You want to get your friends? And hurt me and bite me and slap me and call me slut. Make me squat in a bowl. Is that what you want to do to me? He goes, now you're just fucking talking shit. Oh, and then he said, oh, for fuck's sake, I'll throw him out. Then he went in and he got like the little box that he had him in. And he went out the back and chucked him in the auto. I said, Terry, I don't want anything like that in my house ever again. Oh, and Terry goes, it's just a porno. What's the big fucking deal? Your friends do it. I said, the boys don't do you that, Terry. He says, and how would you know that? I said, because I've, be, because they show, they told me about it. He goes, they told you about it. I said, yes. He says, you fucking watched it. I said, yeah, I watched it. Big deal. I'm supporting me friends. It's no different from them watching my YouTubes. You know, so then a year later or so, the kitchen sink was blocked. You know, the water wasn't draining. and Well, it was draining, but it was taking like 20 minutes just for it to empty. So uh, I went down the shed so I could get the the stuff, what you pour down the drain. <sighs> Terry has a dinky little TV set up with the tape player. I opened the flap of the tape player and there it was, cocktails too, so he didn't throw them out at all. He had them in there so he could watch whenever he wants in secret. He's probably been doing it all year. So I confronted him again and he threw it out again. And then cut 2020, I can hear noises up in the roof. I thought it's a possum or it's birds or something. You know, so I got the stepladder and I opened the manhole in the in the laundry and I wasn't going to go in there. I just wanted to have a look around. Got the torch. I popped my head inside the manhole and right on the edge is all the tapes. What Terry threw out, staring right back at me. Cocktails part fucking two. <sighs> so I didn't say anything. And about two weeks ago. 
Terry got into bed next to me and I could not stop thinking about it. So I slipped out of the bed and I was laying on the floor and he said, what are you doing? I said, Terry, cocktails too. I said, it's going to haunt me forever, isn't it? He said, what do you mean, Sherilyn? I said, cocktails too. He said, what about it? I said, you hit it in the roof, didn't you? He said, oh, for God's sake. I said, why? Why are you doing this to me? He said, it's a fucking porno, Sherilyn. It's a porno. I said, you've been deceitful and lying to me for years. I'm not sharing a bed with you. End of story. And so I've been sleeping on the floor ever since. You know, maybe I'm overreacting, but I just can't get the thought out of my head. You know, Terry and his friends with me making their own version of cocktails too. It's disgusting. Yeah, but that's Terry for you, isn't it? Lies. Always lying. Compulsive liar. You know, a few years ago, he was saying down at Bradbury Pub, Gary Sweet was there and he was being rude to one of the bartenders, the, the girls behind the bar. And so Terry reckons he knocked out Gary Sweet at fucking Bradbury Pub. Bullshit. Gary Sweet does not go to fucking Bradbury. But yeah, he's a compulsive liar and he's lied to me for years. So yeah, cocktails too. Who knows where it is now? Probably hiding in the walls of the house. Waiting to pop out at me and surprise me in another few years. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who is this? Sherilyn, who's this? Uh, I'm sorry, I must have gotten the wrong number. No, you're all right, mate. Talk to you later. What's your name? Sherilyn, what's yours? Is that... Sherilyn Barnes from Campbelltown. Yes, it is. I'm a big fan. Is that right? <laughs> Say, uh, what are you doing right now? I'm recording my podcast. A podcast? Yeah, I started not long ago, but I'm actually doing one right now, so. <laughs> Why don't you and I play a little game, a sort of thing? Like on the actual podcast? Can you handle that? Well, yeah, I can handle anything. <laughs> I'll bet you can. What sort of game do you want to play? Why don't I ask you questions? Right. All right. First question. What's your favourite scary movie? Oh, fuck. Um, I don't know. You like scary movies, Sherilyn? Yeah, I, I actually love them. Oh, you know what one I love? I love the one with the... um. The Chuck Doll. I love the Chuck Doll movies. You mean Chucky? You like child's play? Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> Second question. Right. Are you alone in the house? Sorry? <laughs> yeah, all right. See you later, fuckwit. Don't you hang up on me. What a fucking gronk. Why do that to someone for? <laughs> <laughs> What? I told you not to hang up on me. Yeah, and fucking watch me do it again. You hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a family-sized custard tart. 
Do you understand? I'll beg your pardon. Who the fuck are you? The question isn't who am I. The question is how I came across your channel. Yeah, listen here, fuckwit. How about I put this whole thing on my YouTube site, and then we'll be able No, you listen, you stupid fat bitch. You make another YouTube video, I'll edit you out. Oh, is that right? Listen, I'm going. Ciao for now. Don't call this number again, or... Or what? You're gonna cry? No, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry at all, but if you keep playing silly buggers, my husband will cripple you. We'll see about that. He's on his way home, actually. I'm right outside, and Terry is in Ingleburn. He'll never make it in time. Oh, you are not. Here's the last question. What door am I behind? The answer is, go and fuck yourself. Goodbye. Ciao for now. Wow. Fucking dead set. Anyway, uh, let's leave it at that. You can actually add me on my Facebook. Get out of my house! Don't come near me! <laughs> <laughs> Ciao for now.